Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, <laughs> chimichangas, chimichangas. Would you please explain to me what that red, yellow leather, yet red, yellow. <laughs> the hell See, it there it is. There is it? it is. It's, it's, okay, red leather, red leather yellow, yellow leather. Yellow leather. Red leather, yellow it, leather. It, what is that? It lubricates your mouth, preparing you for speaking. <laughs> Do you know what I use? I use water. No, it actually prepares you for speech. <laughs> how do you it's think right I'm able to sit with... here and do this seven days a week? How, how do you think I'm able to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never sleep. <laughs> the hell is this, this sleep is true. talking about? He messaged me at like 10 in the morning or 10 in the evening, my time, <laughs> which is like four in the morning for him or something like that. <laughs> He does not sleep. There, sleep. there is. Yeah. Well, I mean, they say there's I, no rest for the wicked. I had a call. I had a call What's come through. Of course, the time difference. And I knew you were going to be on. So I thought, uh, could you handle that? Because you were the only admin on. I was like, can you handle that? And then mm-hmm. take care of it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started. You found it. The no nonsense, no script podcast you've been waiting for. Real people on real issues. Welcome to Dynamic Independence, the home of logic, reason, and common sense. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. I'm Johnny Anderson, and I'm joined today by Bruce Adams and GP. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It is nice to have both of you here today. GP, how are you? Nice to have you here. I, I do appreciate you always asking me first. Well, and you're the honored guest. Feel Bruce is here every day, you know, yeah. so I already know how he's doing. He's healthy and alive. Oh, I don't even have oh, to ask you. He's just scenery yeah. at this point. Yeah, is that what he's, he is? He's just now? Yeah. he's like a he's like a potted plant that, in a in a corporate <laughs> desk. He's just sitting there, right? Oh, yeah. You're making him feel really good right now. I mean, his self esteem must mm-hmm. be. But see, when you when you're when you have the when you have the distinct privilege <laughs> of sitting on a desk as a as a plant in one of those big mm-hmm. offices like that, then you're pretty well revered, aren't you? Yeah. Because not uh, just not any plant can can get into those offices. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta yeah. Be they special. get changed also out every two weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> the new designer comes in, the new office design team comes in. Yeah, we're gonna get rid of this thing, this old fashioned thing over here. We don't want that. Yeah, this thing's out of date already. <laughs> Maybe that's a bad example. I said sorry, Bruce. Bruce, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing well. Yeah. No, better now that I know I'm a plant. Uh, yeah, you're a plant. <laughs> are you? Uh, are you doing? Uh, are you doing a little better today? Yesterday you were a little heated, and rightfully so. I can't blame you. So, are, are you doing better today? Well, I mean, I don't know that the the heated. I mean, decreases. Uh, but you know, yeah. yeah sometimes, well, yeah. sometimes when you when you vent a little bit and you get it off your chest, it just it takes a lot of that stress and that, a lot of that worry and that anxiety off of you. So I thought maybe by you voicing your concerns and your opinion yesterday, that might have done that. Because how about growing food on BLM land? <laughs> Black Lives Matter land. Black Lives Matter land. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and get started. Let, let's go ahead and get started. Yesterday, well, I was referring to Bureau of Land Management, but okay. Bureau of Land okay, Management. Yes, the, yes, the, well, the land that they. I'll, I'll make a quick point on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what will end up happening is the government will seize it all and they'll violate the contract. But anyway. Oh, I see. That's you know actually that does happen because uh, especially yeah. with uh, when they give out some ranch land for grazing. You know, they'll they'll open up some of the prairies and yeah, they they end up finding everybody. You guys yeah. are killing me. Yep. You guys are killing me. 
You okay. Because we're right. firmer rancher people. <laughs> firmer rancher people. You come from Los Angeles, okay? <laughs> like, I don't recall too many ranches. When you have 28 in, cats, in Los you're a rancher. No, I'm yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to herd those cats. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> you go out there, GP's got his boots and his and his uh his shorts and his cowboy hat, and he's got 28 cats. Where's all your cattle? <laughs> I got scratching posts on my legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. A little bit of catnip will get him moving. Maybe we should yeah, use yeah, this as the morning show. Maybe, maybe this is maybe this should be the morning show. I think so too. I around. think this should be definitely the. This is definitely a good morning show. Anyway, all right, let's go ahead and get started. So, again? Yes, again. <laughs> Let, let's go ahead and get started. We talked yesterday. We we kind of ended on this point. And I really wanted to go further with it, but unfortunately, we were out of time yesterday. So I, I want to pick up on it right now. We'll just start with this. Yesterday, we talked about... If it's coronavirus, I'm killing you. What? No, no. This is about Chaz. No, this, this is about Chaz. You remember okay. Chaz, the uh, the autonomous zone in, in Seattle? There's a new mm-hmm. bill that was introduced that would make state and local governments accountable for his autonomous zone crimes. This would actually, if, if this type of thing were to happen again, which I'm not sure if Portland actually has one of these things. I don't, I don't think they do, but I, they're pretty close to it. But if a city would allow this kind of thing to happen, then the not only would victims of the Lawless Cities Act, which is what it's called, Justice for the Victims of the Lawless Cities Act, it would enable murder, rape, or other felony victims or their families, or if a victim has died or otherwise incapable of bringing a lawsuit, you can actually sue the state and local governments for damages. Can I translate this? Yeah, go ahead. So if the government allows a CHAZ zone, an occupation zone, we'll call them OPs, the occupation zones, then the taxpayers are responsible for the bill. Well, we're actually going to go over the bill. I don't know specifically what's in it. I know Bruce has been reviewing it, but we're going to go over the actual legislation itself. We have governments do not make money. They don't have businesses. I understand. Taxpayers pay for any time like a like this whole, you know, any kind there's a conflict of any sort of within the government. The taxpayers are the ones that pay for it. But everyone's trying to focus to make everyone believe it's the government that's paying for it. I tell it like it is. Taxpayers pay for it. Well, yeah, but I mean, when you sue somebody for something, when you sue the government for something anyway, that's all taxpayer money anyway. Exactly. So, and that's why they don't I mean, care, and they keep doing it over I and understand. over again. But suing True, in this case is this will open up suing at the state and local level, so that the the city and state that allowed the autonomous zone to be created, you would be suing them because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, what are the rip- repercussions? Is it, is there going to be if you can't sue them? I'm with it because at least it will the city's going to have to look at which lawsuits because they're going to get sued no matter what the situation is, because if they kill somebody, they get sued that, you know, that every every officer that's ever killed anybody, they get the families get a payout. Yes. If the family sues, they get a payout. Yes. It's just the way it is. Doesn't matter if the guy was stabbing nine different people. There's the family sues. They generally get a payout. Uh, okay, let's let's get situation. into the bill. Oh, go ahead. It is. Let's let's right. get into the bill. This was put forth by Congress Republican Congressman Chip Roy and Ted Budd, and this is the Justice for the Victims of Lawless Cities Act. So, Bruce, you've been going down through this over the last couple of days. So, pick out the most. It's five pages long. So, I mean, it's not it's not lengthy. So, the most the most important thing is basically, uh, as you were saying, it basically opens up the ability for the individual who was directly affected by these autonomous zones, if you want to, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be able to sue the state 
or the a political subdivision of the state, as it's worded here, for their damages. So if they damage his property, they da- they are injured themselves, victim of murder, rape, felony of, of any kind, you know, they'll be able to sue over that because, you know, they're not they're not providing the uh, the protections and everything that they they're supposed to be providing. They're given a 10 year limit on this. So, you know, statute of limitation is 10 years. There has to be very clear evidence that there was, you know, uh, damages and whatnot of, of some kind. Yeah, honestly, we kind of talked a little bit about it yesterday off recording, and I'm I'm actually concerned about this in a sense because um, in my rant yesterday, it was um, I'm kind of getting to the point where I, I want private business to start taking over more things that the government's doing <laughs> because the government's um, slacking so much and being yeah. so. Um, this would make that not viable. Basically, this bill would 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 no longer be viable because if a city or, or a town even decided they want to have their own private security as their law enforcement, you know, so they they hire out their own uh, and, and it's a, you know, a corporate or, or, or something of that effect, a, a business. It's not technically government. I mean, it's technically government sanctioned, but I'm not sure if this would make it open for if something happened to someone, you know, they were raped, murdered, whatever felony, they could then go and sue the city because there's no official police force. It's a, you know, privately owned um, police force. So I, I don't know so what that what essentially that this is. Yeah, this is like the same argument that people could make. Uh, excuse me. It opens the door rather to the same argument that people make about private prisons. Right. Essentially is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So there's there's some other things in it that I haven't honestly haven't been able to decipher quite yet. The waiver of immunity bit. Well, I think we get the idea. But first of all, I don't think it's going to pass because this is introduced in the House. And we all know that the Republicans don't control the House. And we do know that the ruling party in the House of Representatives are endorsing these areas like Chaz or CHOP or whatever it is, or, or that type of behavior. So I don't quite see this bill passing, do you? I don't. And honestly, there's... Uh, okay, so the last part of this bill is the waiver of immunity. There's a lot here to unpack because they start referencing sections from other bills uh, from like 1965, and then they got some other bills that are... So you know, 1974, you would have to go back and look at each one of the sections of the bill and really to decipher what they're saying here. So that is concerning in and of itself, uh, because, you know, I, I know they do this. They reference other bills and things, but that's where you can hide things, you know, because the average person isn't going to take the time to dig in and look at it. Right. And I don't I, I don't to be honest with you, I, like I said, I don't expect that to pass. And it, it's a shame because, first of all, I mean, we shouldn't be allowing that type of behavior in the first place to permit this type of a bill to be introduced to go to go along with it, to prevent it. So how, how about we just don't put ourselves in that situation to begin with? And then we don't have to worry about legislation like this. So, I mean, that, that's my you know, that, that's my opinion on it. But um, do you have anything else on that? No, um, not really. I, I'm. On its surface, it sounds good, um, but at the same time, eh, you know, because as we were saying, this is taxpayer money. Uh, but at the same time, this is a misuse of taxpayer money, and because of their misuse, it's caused some form of injury or damage. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of the groups of people that like to take over towns and cities, the University of Southern California are going to remove a John Wayne exhibit after students protest over racist comments the actor made decades ago. It was only a matter of time 
before they started going after people like this uh, from from our past. And it's, uh, believe me, it's not going to stop there. So they're going to continue to to go after those particular things. Understand that it's about them taking down everything that has to do with any type of traditional American culture. It all has to go in their minds. It all has to go. So we can't have anything that resembles what we once were. Nothing. It's all got to go, which understand that the ultimate prize for these people is the U.S. Constitution. That's their prize. That's their trophy. They want that thing done away with. So when it comes to removing statues, this is just how it starts. This is how it starts. It'll be something small, something little, something minute, and they'll go with that. Do you remember the uh, the Confederate flag, right? Do you know what it was before that? It was the Georgia state flag. Isn't Mississippi talking about uh, changing its flag as well? They are. They are. And it's at the end of the day, it's not about those flags. It has nothing to do with them. Their goal is the American flag. That one has to come down. So anyway, USC's School of Cinematic Arts will remove an exhibit dedicated to John Wayne after students called for its removal last year because of racist comments the late actor made in 1971 in an interview with Playboy magazine. They are citing a push to promote anti-racist cultural values. Yes, by removing history. Yes. Evan Hughes, the assistant dean of diversity and inclusion, announced the change in a letter to the school's community. Conversations about systemic racism in our cultural institutions, along with the recent global civil uprising backed by the Black Lives Matter movement, require that we consider the role our school can play as a change maker in promoting anti-racist cultural values and experiences. Therefore, it has been decided that the Wayne exhibit will be removed. Okay, let's let's just stop right there. So they're talking about conversations of systemic racism in our cultural institutions, such as universities, I'm assuming he's talking about here. Yes, the cultural institutions. Okay, if there's systemic racism in the cultural institutions, such as universities, I'll ask you, who is in control of the universities? Which way do they ideologically swing? So if there's systemic racism in those institutions, then... I'm sorry. They're kind of placating to their own crowd here, if you, if you kind of get what I'm saying. Like they're, they're calling themselves out, saying that they themselves are the ones that are being systemically racist, yet they're projecting it on everyone else. The recent global civil uprising by the Black Lives Matter movement, because it's paid for. It's paid for. It's a synthetic movement that's funded largely by people like George Soros, amongst others. You've got other corporations that are involved with it. We've mentioned them many times here. And it requires that we consider the role our school can play. Why does it require you to do that? What, why does it require you to do that? What, if you don't get on board with it, what, you don't get funding? You, you don't get more funding to indoctrinate more people into your way of thinking? It says the school can play a role as a change maker in promoting anti-racist cultural values. But the way that you're talking, you're the institute of systemic racism. Please tell me if I'm wrong here. Bruce, do you think I'm wrong here by pointing this out? No, I think it's I think it's valid to, to know where positions are and where they're coming from. Therefore, it's been decided the Wayne's will be removed. OK, did anyone ask or did just this dean decide on it? They just had the one student complain. That's all they need. Ju- yeah, just one one guy one, or one student complains. No. One, one student complains. So what, what was the what was the statement? Do we. Did you say you had that or not? A few months before, students protested the Wayne exhibit, stating that by keeping it, the school was endorsing white supremacy. Wayne attended the U- uh, attended USC in the late 1920s, where he played football. Now, the protests started because of comments that John Wayne had made in a Playboy interview that had resurfaced back in 1971. 
And this is John Wayne's statement in the interview. He says, I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. Uh, John Wayne said in the interview, I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. Although later he said that he didn't condone slavery. He says, I don't feel guilty about the fact that five or 10 generations ago, these people were slaves. He said he also felt no remorse about the subjugation of Native Americans. I don't quote from him as well. He says, I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. There were great numbers of people who needed the, the new land and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. There's your reasoning, GP. There's his interview. Do you think that the school's justified based on the interview that he gave? Gave that they're referencing here as a result of wanting to take the exhibit down? Well, it's kind of a tough situation. You either look at, if you're an apologist, yes, you need to take it down. That, And we need to go back a million years to whoever's great, 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 great ancestor got offended by someone else's great, 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 and we have to do that too. So basically, we should obliterate all of history across the globe in order to start from ground zero. Seriously, I, I'm not being facetious. I, I'm, I'm totally serious. If you're an apologist, it doesn't end because since the inception of humanity and the first culture of Babylon or back in those that time, I don't know, was it Mesopotamia? I, I can't remember the first, first large culture. Yes, it was Mesopotamia. Um, the, uh, since then, I mean, shoot, they wrote the, what, the tablets for Hammurabi about slavery. And they, they and so they need to be eradicated because they talked about how to keep your slaves. But we need to eradicate that history, too. So the original culture, the original civilization that we had as human beings needs to be eradicated also. It needs to be eradicated to this point in order for a new government of new ideals to control us. To control humanity in general. Uh, as so an you're, talk, you're talking about eliminating basically Everything. close to 10,000 years of, of recorded history. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, because you need to start at ground zero. So everybody starts at the same starting point. And you could judge base, people based on their color as opposed to their ancestral character. But why would you do that if those people are all encompassing and all loving and all liberal? Who said they're all encompassing and all loving and all liberal? They say they that. don't say that they're loving. They don't. They do not well, claim to be loving and caring and tolerant. They do. No, yes, they do. They don't. No, though. No, their media does. But the people that are part of it do not say that they are tolerant. They will willingly they willingly admit to intolerance. They do not tolerate anybody with difference of opinion. They tell well, you all that the, they know. will tell you straight up. No, that they'll tell know. you too. They'll say yes, it. That, they that say, I don't want to live in they say, I do not want to live in a world where there's a history. I want I will do everything in my power destructively in order to achieve that goal. This is the apologist creed. And this is something that they don't really bring that people don't understand when you're an apologist. When you start taking down these statues, you're thinking it's just America. That's hilarious because that's just a small thing. That's tiny. America is just one little one little cog in the wheel of what we call the universe. And the apologist wants to get rid of everything you want. You need to take down. If you want power, you want global power. You take them all down. Everything every country down and you have absolute power over the globe one nation one rule one people and that's what they're pushing to is if you listen to them no borders uh government takes care of everything uh we don't need these other foreign powers 
we just need to be one people, one generation, one what you know, not one, but you know, one people. Yes, one anarchist rule. Yes, I get it. One, yes, ar- get one it. exactly, one exactly, and that's that's what's going on. This, that's this John yeah. Wayne thing. Why taking down? You're either are you an apologist or you're not. I, I didn't want to say it because you were on a roll, right? I didn't want to no. interrupt, but apologist i don't think is the word you're looking for because apologist is defending something they are defending their apologists are defending the uh you know what no no this apologist is correct because apologist is defending everybody's right to start at the same foot okay i'm just making sure because the way it was worded there i when when you say apologist it was being really general and i was like wait wait, wait but apologists can be good too because technically we're apologists for the constitution so it, it yeah i, I just Defenders of the Constitution versus apologists. Yeah, yeah. But this, their apologists, that their situation is, is they are going back into, like, say, the, um, you know, like the Civil War. Well, we need to do reparations. Right, right. I, my, basically, my point was I'm just making sure we're, we're yeah, clear yeah. who the apologists yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, right. That's all I wanted to get. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, okay, good. All right. Yeah, no, no that's where I'm going. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And you bring up some interesting points. And like Bruce said, you were on a roll there. So, I mean, I was you know, going to let you go. But no, well, it's I get good. Angry. I get angry at people that want to that, that start taking these things down. You know, a same statue. You can have the statue of, say, General Lee, right? And one family can walk by it and say, you know, that man there caused a lot of tragedies. He almost split this country. He uh, endorsed uh, states that do slavery. And that's a really bad example. You don't want to be a human being like that. Actually, it's. And then another okay. per family can stand by and say the exact opposite. But at least well, the history is there. Yes, that's true. But the history, the actual history of, of Robert E. Lee. Well, you know what? I didn't mean to use him. I was okay. just. Well, it's an example. I, got he, I was you. just happy to see a picture. I'm looking at a picture of a statue to be taken no, down right now. And two is it bothers me. To the, I, it bothers the me too. It, it bothers me too. It bothers me that the history itself is being eradicated, and it's being eradicated by a bunch of ignorant people. Because those that do not know history are condemned to repeat it. If you do not know history, then what is to prevent you from reenacting that history on a parallel course that's augmented somehow? What is to stop that? This idea that we're going to tear down all of our all of our past history. You've got to know it. You've got to know it. You have to understand history so you understand the worst of what you've done and also the best of what you've done. So you do not go down the wrong path again. Example, the U.S. Constitution. It's unique in the fact that we have the amendment process. We can keep it as a living document. We can work through it. However, you do not remove things that are put in there. We still have prohibition. I'm talking about the the eradication of of the outlawing of alcohol. It wasn't eradicated, but it was outlawed. We have the outlawing of alcohol that's still in the Constitution. Why? So we can go back and look at it and say, hey, we tried this before. It didn't work. And look what happened. So we're doing the uh, nearly the same thing with all these statues and, and all these monuments. What this is, this is cultural Marxism. I've said this over and over again, and I'll continue to say it. History under Marxism is a mistake. Everything is wrong in it. This is not how I think. Of course not. I'm a history buff. I love history. Obviously, I talk about it here enough. The average person out there probably thinks history is this old, boring stuff. Okay, you're no, allowed to have that opinion. Feelings. Yeah, some. Yeah, but then there are other people like yourself that understand it and that understand that we have to have those particular signposts so we know that we don't go down that road again. Or, but I'm not or, on the same, still on the same board as you are about the statues, like a park. Like, say, a park down in like Memphis is like the General Lee Park. I'm not necessarily for that. 
I'm against the statue being taken down, but I'm not necessarily for the park being named the generally. That is a perspective issue. I think the statue should be taken and sold as auctions and then that money taken and given back to people that were affected by by that regime. Well, that wasn't really my point. My, my point was is that they're coming for all of Western civilization. You were mm-hmm. right when you said America is just a small thing. Yes, it is. It is. We're relatively young in comparison. We're relatively young. But yet the U.S. has the biggest target on its back. Why? Why? Because we created the system that was the most free and the most prosperous. We told government to go to hell. And this is what they don't want. They want centralized control. So everything has to be done away with. Everything that built us up to that point, good and bad, has to go under this new this new ideology that they're trying to bring in. So I want to I want to make particular reference. Is it to bad, this though? Is it, bad? it is. It is because this this is the this is the thing. And I, I'm going to explain this. Mm-hmm. You had under the election of Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, it's that's not what I'm talking about here. With the election of Donald Trump, what happened? You had a revolution at the ballot box by we the people. Those of us that went out to vote, we told the political class, get out of here. We're done. We don't want you anymore. We don't need you anymore. You have wrecked everything. You've wrecked it all. You've ruined the country. You've destroyed our futures. You've sold us out to the highest bidder to line your own pockets. And we're done with you. That was our revolution. We are the true resistance. We are the true revolution to them, to their rule, to the deep state establishment entrenched swamp. We're the resistance to that. So under Marxism, what do you have? You have to have a struggle. We had the revolution. We had the revolution at the ballot box. The same thing with the the British with the Brexit vote and the election of Boris Johnson and the Tory government. Same thing. We're both getting hammered right now in the culture war. Why? Because they are the counter revolutionaries. That's what they are. We had the revolution. We resisted that takeover. And now they're pushing back. So what did we do? We countered that revolution again. So we countered the counter, as in the lockdowns, the first round of lockdowns. We went out and we protested. The people went out and protested at the state houses, the city halls, the mayor's offices, the governor's mansions. Said, hey, we want our lives back. We want this nonsense to stop. It's not any worse than, uh, than the common cold. There's no sense for all this. The swine flu from back in 2008, 2009, that was worse. Even by the numbers they're cooking up here, it was worse. So what happened? You did that. They came back with something else. They put mobs out in the streets. They unleashed these organizations like BLM and Antifa. They smashed your businesses. They burned houses to the ground. That's their counter to that. And now they're coming back with more lockdowns when those fizzled out. And they're still throwing this this nonsense in your face. So it's time for another counter to that. This is the struggle under their system. See, we're playing by their rules in this case. And we need to grab those reins back. We have to pull the reins of power back in our favor. As I said yesterday, we can defeat this peacefully, as it should be, with ideas. If you listen to these people that are out there speaking, the AOCs, the the Ilhan Omars, the Bernie Sanders type, these people really don't have a whole lot to say other than race politics and everything else that they push. They're, they're really not that intelligent when they talk about certain things. Bernie Sanders more so than most. Bernie's a smart guy. I'll give him credit for that. He's very good with words. But as far as like the AOCs and that type, these are not very smart people. They are not the ones you need to be concerned about. You can really knock them down with with ideas very easily. You can put them out of the way. That's if they let you talk. Well, the problem is- Remember, their mantra is, step. if you don't like what you're hearing, step away. Yes, but see- If you don't agree what you hear, step away. 
Yeah, that's see, that's the problem. That's the problem because they're shut off. They're shut off. They won't. They can't have the dialogue. They can't have the debate because they can't win it. They can't win in the marketplace of ideas and they know it. They can't do it. So they have to shut everyone else down. That's why you see the censorship. That's why you see the cancel culture, because they can't win in the marketplace of ideas. They can't do it. They're out of the game when it comes to that. We have the upper hand there. This is why they're going with the race war agenda. So they're fomenting this along with big finance, you know, finance, corrupt finance capital like George Soros and mega corporations and things of that nature. So you have that aspect. But the problem is behind these people. These are fronts. These are fronts. Behind these people are the hardened Marxist revolutionaries, the ironclad ones. You don't see them. They're invisible. They're concealed. Those are the ones you have to worry about. The ones that are hidden in the universities, the ones that are hidden in the schools teaching your children, the ones that are working in the government bureaucracies. And when they're not doing those jobs, you know what they're doing? They're wearing black masks and they're out there smashing your business. So these are the people that need to be brought to heel. These are the ones that need to be exposed. The ones on the surface, we can deal with them easy enough. But the ones behind the scenes, that's the entrenched revolutionary network that has an ironclad mentality that has to be gotten rid of. That's the one. So we can get rid of these people on the surface. We can vote them out. But we've got that underlying network that's established in there. And they are working day and night to destroy whatever we've got left over there. Okay, so let's switch gears here a little bit. Let's uh, let's get into some uh, let's get into some coronavirus stuff, right? Because we all know how okay. we all know how wonderful okay. that is. And I'm actually GP. I'm glad you're here because I want to get your take on this. Uh, I want to I want to get your Whoa, your discussion, okay. your your little pushback on this. The Surgeon General, you know, this guy that came out in the very beginning of yes. all this pandemic nonsense, and he said, "No, you don't need masks. You you don't need those. They don't do anything, and and we need to save those for the medical personnel, and and it's not going to do you, the citizen, mm-hmm. any good. So don't." worry about it. He's come out now and he says that we can reverse these surges in cases in just a few weeks if everyone does their part. So yes and no. Let me just say, he says that. Let me, I know. Let me I'm going to uh, hear his parts first. But yeah, yes, yeah. Go ahead. Here's his part. He says we can reverse course on all these outbreaks in just a few weeks if people will okay. follow the social distancing and hygiene guidelines. So basically, if you stay away from people and you wash your hands, Mm-hmm. We can do our part to prevent the spread of this potentially fatal virus because now all of a sudden it's fatal because you have less than one half of one percent of actually falling victim to it if you're under the age of 70. So together, this is his quote, together, we can turn this thing around in just two to three weeks if everyone does their part. More studies coming out showing ki- showing the effectiveness of face coverings, which I haven't seen any. There's two papers that were put out by the um, uh, some institution over in the UK that were complete garbage because now all of a sudden they've just come out. They've just come out. You mean to tell me that we haven't had a single study for the last century? We haven't had a single peer reviewed paper in the last century to prove the effectiveness of these things for the average person. And now all of a sudden we get two of them and they're to be believed without question. Well, I have a problem with it because of the longevity of these studies. Is this a a 30-day study, a 60-day study, a 90-day study? I mean, we only have – we have, what, 120 days? I mean, Bruce, come on. What's the – how many days have we had since our lockdown? Since our lockdown? Wasn't that in March? Yeah. How many days we got? Wow. We're uh, four months in, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So So it's about 120 days. You say four months? Okay. So 120 days of this, that's a fairly short study. Studies take years and they could change by the the second. So, okay. So yes, I, I'm with you, Johnny, on the, uh, the, 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 
how valid are these studies? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's the next part? He says, just as we've seen cases skyrocket, we can turn this thing around two to three weeks. If we get a critical mass of people wearing face coverings and practicing at least six feet of social distancing, doing the things we know are effective, says who? Says who? And it's important for the American people to understand when we're talking about the fall. We have the ability to turn this around very quickly if people will do the right thing. What? Do what you say? Do what you say? You know, the CDC... The CDC and GP, I don't know if you actually know this or not, but you might actually. The CDC is in the process right now of deciding whether or not they even want to consider this a pandemic or even an epidemic at this point because of the low death rate. It's just not there. So they're talking about removing those two classifications from it. So why are we continuing to entertain all this stuff and, and listen to these people in in large numbers? I mean, I don't listen to people like this. This, this guy's a complete fool. But why are we continuing to uh, to entertain these people that come out with these types of things and order everyone around like we're children when they're incorrect? Because we don't know better. And the general populace doesn't know better. They don't. Most people don't understand how your immune system works. Most people don't understand how anything works, how vaccines work and how how studies manipulate the minds of everyone. You know, like I, I here's an easy example uh, of how easily these studies are manipulated. I've got 100 people. My study is how well Donald Trump's liked. You know what I did with those 100 people? I took those 100 people from Republican voters. So all those 100 people is a crazy. He's got a 100 percent satisfaction rate. Crazy. And that's how so that's sometimes how these studies are done. It's like they'll do a study on a medication or whatever it may be, and it will be 25 to 31 year olds. It does not even take into consideration the 90-year-olds, the 80-year-olds, the 70-year-olds. It's only done on these certain small percentage. And on these studies on those masks, are they only doing N95 masks or are they doing cloth masks? The the underwear masks that 99% of everybody's wearing outside. <laughs> he says here, he says that uh, you're, you're going to love this. He says that mandates requiring face coverings work best on local and state levels and arguing that a federal mandate could lead to over policing, he says. It's the, because the he's got to keep an economy going at least some bit. Otherwise, no money equals no nothing. Well, you know, I, I was, I was I making the, the point. I think the politicians need to be on furloughed currently since they're not working. And I think all of this would be resolved. If all of them, all of their funds and all the ways they make money is removed, I think we could find a resolution pretty quick. But he is correct. OK, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of just distracting you from the, the exact point as whether uh, this these methods would work. And yes, he's correct. If you all wear masks, stayed inside unless you had to go outside, like for emergency situation, stayed away from people, including people inside your own home. Yes the numbers would be drastically reduced. You know something, GP, if I if I told you, if I told you that uh, I, I wanted to protect you and I wanted to put you up in a room somewhere to mm -hmm. keep you safe, you're probably going to be pretty safe in that room, aren't you? You're correct for a very short period of time until my immune system was lost. But yeah, you just made my point. So doing that is precisely the wrong action. You do not quarantine healthy people. We quarantine sick people. Wait, wait. There are situations where a disease can't you quarantine everyone. But we don't have the deaths. The deaths are not there. Exactly. The only that's thing, the, the that's only the thing we're hearing. We have deaths. We have yes, we deaths. Do. But and it's this all is deaths. The part, this is the part they're using like a weapon. A lot of it's 
fake deaths. Yes, it's a lot all, of it. Yeah, you they're know, counting okay, all you deaths. Lost, you, got, you got a motorized cycle accident, blunt force right. trauma, right. and you're considered a COVID-19 death. Right. And there's other people, famous people today that are listed under the COVID-19 deaths that we all know did not die that way. Right. Yes. So it's it's cooked up numbers. We've got a majority of the tests out there that show false positives. So what's the point? I asked the question yesterday. Why are we still testing in the U.S.? Why don't we stop testing? Because it's for study purposes. But, you, but they've it. tainted the study. They've tainted the study. It's too late. Yes. They, they've tainted the study. It's it's irrelevant. We got to start from we got to start. We got to start from ground zero again. You can't. It's too late. Again. It's too late. It's no, too late. it's not too late. Because we can't get that because we need to start with a new population. It's like any study, like if we're studying diabetes or heart disease or whatever it may be, and we contaminate, the study gets contaminated in one form or another, like one of the sign, you know, one of the crew or whatever does something horrific and with the data. And so we have to scrap it. It goes to start day one and we get a whole bunch of new participants to represent the mass and we continue on and to get, you know, unbiased results. We do not take into consideration the people that are already tested. You start over. You start from but, ground zero again, and you go out there and test those people yes, and see how that's working out. You need accurate tests, and we don't have them. We do have antibody tests. We do have blood tests which are, that yeah, are which, uh, very which are effective good. in telling yeah. Which are good until testing how long? whether you have it or not. That's ridiculous. That that is getting the point of being almost ridiculously. That's stupid, my point. But right there, because everyone's trying to get in and say, "Oh, test me, test me, test me," and then they, yeah, it it, it just turns into a, a freak show. So, well, by the time they get tested, they're already over it. Exactly, and it's 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 irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. The whole thing is relevant. And here's my, here's my last point to this. If it's so bad, and I made this point yesterday. I know you weren't here yesterday. If it's so bad. If it's really this this crazy and this out of control and you got to take all these steps and all these mandates and, and lockdowns and masks and all this stuff, why is it only happening in the U.S. and not everywhere else? Because we're testing more often. So you go from 100,000 tests a day to around 700,000 tests a day. So, yes, you do have that increase. It, it is there. That's true. But again, you don't have the deaths. It's not there. As a matter of fact, the deaths are actually falling since all this. Instead, they're driving home the numbers. They're driving home infection rate, infection rate, infection rate, infection rate. But they're well, not. See, here's a, here's, we also need to know this infection rate, whether they're testing for. OK, you got to remember these false positives, and all this kind of stuff. But you got also got to test to see because you remember it's only contagious for like four to ten days. So mm-hmm. during a small itty bitty 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 window, that's when you're infectious. And generally, you're sick during this time. So you know you're sick, stay home. Um, but uh, are they testing uh, these antibody tests that are in these included in these numbers, or are these only tests that people are getting it? You know, are, that have it during that one period, that during that time period, that two week period of time. Is that it, or is it just for the antibodies, or is it both? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we got? Well, either way, we either way. It is turned into an absolute mess. It's an absolute, it's a political mess. And it's not about public health. If it was about public health, then they would have been out there condemned. The same people that are that are screaming about public health now would have been screaming about the riots that were happening two, three, four weeks ago. They would have been screaming about it, but they said nothing. They said that has nothing to do with it. It's political. It's purely political. We have an election coming up in November. The Europeans do not. I rest my case. Moving right along. Do you guys remember the couple in St. Louis that had their uh, had their property uh, pretty much trespassed upon and uh, by an angry mob? Oh, where they took the guy's gun? That one? Yeah, that one. The police raided his house. Sorry. Yeah, the police raided his house and took his gun. 
Yeah, confiscated his AR-15 that he uh, that he brandished during the confrontation with the BLM protesters outside of his home. Police searched the home of attorneys Mark and Patricia McClowski on Friday. They uncovered and confiscated. Oh, they uncovered it. Yeah, they un- he had it out there for the world to see. They uncovered and confiscated mm-hmm. an AR-15 rifle that was seen in the viral video. Was it legal? Was it legal? I'm sure he had a permit for it or, or whatever it is they have in, in St. Louis. OK, he's this, a, is, this is the tough. He's part. an attorney brandishing a firearm. He's protecting that. OK, brandishing before a you go firearm. There, before you go there, before okay. you go there. OK, these people had their property destroyed. You should. You, I don't know if you saw it or not. The Iron Gate. Okay, there. this is not their property. This is an entrance into their property. Okay. Yes, it's still their property. And on not top on of that, their property. No, no, an entrance into their cul-de-sac. Did anyone make movement on to their property? Of course they, they did. They pay taxes on. Of course yes. they did. And they threatened and they their st- life and threatened their house. They were on the sidewalk. Their, the sidewalk yeah. is not owned. No, they were still on their property. On and their they property. Told them to get off, and they got off the property and went back to the sidewalk. Okay. So they were at one point, and they were also threatening So the life. threat was removed. They, and they left, and they no. continued, and they continued to wave firearms at civilians. The threat was not removed. How was it not threat, removed? The threat was still there. They still did were threatening the they people. Re- get off, did they get off their grass? Did they get off their property? Yes, but the threat was not removed. Okay, so, so say with a bunch of six-year-olds. Don't don't was, don't don't take this as a, as a bunch of adults. But Switch it was a bunch of six years old. Hold on, but, hold on, hold on. It wasn't six year olds. These were grown adults. Uh, it doesn't matter. It does. Law to, is blind. They're, whether they're six but, or six hundred, it's but irrelevant. A six year, but a six year old wouldn't do that. Six year old wouldn't break through an iron gate and threaten to kill the family's okay, dog. Okay, you, you have not seen property crime down. reports in a long time, have you? Six year olds do it all the time. I haven't seen that okay. at all ever. Yeah, no, no. Property crimes over here in California, a lot of juvenile property crimes, graffiti, bite. Yeah. OK. Right. Yeah. That kind of but, stuff. But we're talking about we're talking about adult stuff here. We're, we're talking about okay. uh, uh, and we're the, talking about a, th- a mob. We're talking about a mob of three to mm-hmm. five hundred people that were standing there threatening to burn mm-hmm. their house down, kill both yep. of them and their dog. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference and between that and a couple of six year olds. Yes, and they so if somebody property. just says some words that you should pull out a firearm and point it at them, I'm saying me as a person defending mm-hmm. myself, defending my family, defending my property, mm-hmm. I would do exactly what this guy did. That's what I would do. Well, I wouldn't do anything. I'm not different. against him having the firearms. I'm not against that, and I'm not against him displaying his firearm. I'm just against him pointing at the people that are walking down the street. That may or may not have any kind of harmful intention. These are civilians. Whether they're a bunch of thugs or whatever it may be, they're still civilians. They're still American people pointing at them, displaying your firearms, saying, hey, I am armed. I am suggesting you not. I have told you not to enter my property. He, they did not, you know, I, they did not, did this, I mean, they got off, these people removed themselves from their property when asked to, correct? Yes, they did. But to continue to point a firearm at an individual, that becomes a threat. Now you're just threatening these people like, hey, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to blow your head off. I want to blow your head off. Well, the threat works both ways. You I, got, can, I, can you accidentally, gotta, I could, I could uh, accidentally move my finger a little to the back and, oh my gosh, Somebody's lost well, their life. If you've got what's what's the difference between that and an angry mob of 300 people saying they're going to kill you if they're continuing. But they, they were already following instructions, correct? 
No. Yes. Here's no. They, okay. They no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is the big problem. They not only destroyed the Iron Gate, they mm-hmm. entered private property. All right. So this mm-hmm. entire area is private property past that gate. Okay. It's not just that it was private property for them. The entire area was private property. They were told to leave. They did not. They did leave the the property of these uh, two attorneys. Mm-hmm. But the the area that they were in, like the road and the sidewalk there was private property. That is not public land. And so they were told to leave and they did not. And they continued to threaten the life of these two and their home and their dog. And uh, Missouri also has castle laws anyway. So even if they would have shot them for fear of their life, I mean, it they would have been illegal. But yeah, they would have been but the, the problem, this is the thing that we're not we're we're in agreement with is the pointing of the gun at the people was stupid. They had terrible muzzle control like, oh my god yeah, it, it was absolutely yeah. terrible you should I, like if he would have been standing stands. there if he'd have been standing there with it slung across his chest i, I got no problem with that i don't have yes. a problem with that either you know what i don't have a problem with that i don't exactly that i'm good with but i agree with the the idea that they should not have been pointing it at them uh but at the same time it still stands to reason that the the quote-unquote protesters were assaulting them, right? It is still verbal assault what they were doing and threatening their life. So, I mean, uh, they're they're at that point they're both guilty, but yeah, it, it's it's a difficult Those one. Those trespassers should legislate. all be also taken into custody. Yes, for, and the same thing. Yes, right. And they're not. No, I, I believe everybody's in the wrong here. I mean, they're in the wrong. Right. The attorney should have. You could have brandished their weapons. That is fine. To a state, make a statement. We are armed, letting them know that they are armed, so they wouldn't have obviously get into a situation that, that somebody wouldn't want to get into. But pointing at them at these people, I mean, I would. I don't have a fear of weapons. I, I don't. And for somebody, but I had a fear of weapons watching them hold them. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I was. I was terrified. Oh, it was. It I was, was terrified. Terrible. I was. I was cringing so bad. But the other thing that I want to know is were those guns actually loaded? That's the other thing that I would like to know. I mean, it doesn't really matter in the situation because the protesters wouldn't have known that. But um, well, what you missed, what they cut out was them going pew, 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 pew. And he's going bang, 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 bang. Right. <laughs> oh, if they you guys that, wanted the media would to, You guys want to know the sad truth of all this? It was probably an airsoft gun. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that would be that would be entertaining. That would that would be. That? Yeah. But does um, the state that they were they were in uh, Minnesota, right? Missouri, Missouri. Excuse, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, the M word. Those M word. Montana, whatever. Castle doctrine. Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have they have the uh, castle doctrine in yes. Missouri. So yeah. even if it's like the the whole the whole thing of stand your ground in, in that regard is it's almost the same as Florida and Texas as well. Texas, if you're on someone's property in Texas, that's it. See where I come from in Ohio, they have to physically force their way into your home before you can take any kind of action in that regard. In, in this California, case, they actually have to stab you multiple times. And I was going to say you have to give them a then, warning. You have to tell them that you're armed. That you right. intend to use a gun. Do you mind if they sign a waiver? And so then you, you have to apologize. And yes, and then you <laughs> and have then to you apologize. apologize right, yes. right. If you don't and, apologize yeah. within th- within thirty to forty seconds, then obviously you you're uh, you're you're a terrible person. And well, my my biggest question is: Do you have to put an N95 mask on the the firearm in, in the case of a pandemic before you? Yes, before you yes, you do. Okay. Yes, right. and make sure it's wiped down with sanitizer each and every bullet too. Hand sanitizer. Yeah, I forgot about hand sanitizer. You need to sanitize. And it's got to and it's got to make sure that your bullets are gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gluten-free bullets, yeah. <laughs> vegan bullets. They have, they have to be vegan bullets. Yeah. Vegan bullet. They have to be, uh, yep, yep. Gotcha. So you don't okay. offend anyone. Do either one of you have anything else that you want to talk about for a few minutes? Yes. Okay. All right. What do if you you've looked at all these photos of all the after, have you guys seen any of the after photos of these demonstrations, these marches? Yes. Yes. The destruction is horrific. Yes. The is. litter is unfathomable i i've i've never seen such disregard for your neighborhoods and your environments as as these people that are doing all this shameful it's disgusting it's shameful and you know and the burden to clean up is left about about tax paying or even responsible people that are left to clean this up people that are you know that want things to be changed and want a betterment of humanity and they're just basically stepping on all over everybody making them angry i mean yeah i used to see after you know one of these little things that you saw tons of people cleaning up after them just tons everybody's out there just okay we gotta you know yeah they did this they clean it up but these guys have gotten so bad that nobody else actually wants to go clean up after them they're just like it's just no i'm done i i, I don't want to go out there it's just too disturbing it sucks they're pushing down people that actually want to help. And, it, and it's, it's awful. I, I get there's less and less of us out there that are cleaning up. There's less and less of us just doing anything or even wanting to do anything. I, you know, I have a solution for you, GP. You're going to love it. Social credit Stop. scoring. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's always social credit with you, isn't it? It's always social credit. But here's the problem. With, here's the problem with that is if you get off the system, if you've fallen off, what do you have to lose? Oh, I, I, I'm not pushing it as a, this is the solution. I'm pushing it as a, we're going to see this start cropping up more and more. We're, we're, we're going down these dangerous roads and people are going to be like, we need a system that can track people that, you know, digitally track them. And yeah, it, that will never, that's not going to go through with this violent mob mentality. Because seriously, do you think they want to be tracked? Well, no, they've been attacking reporters and whatnot. I mean, I mm -hmm. absolutely agree. They don't want to be tracked. But the thing is, the the they're not the majority they're the minority on this mm -hmm. right you still have the americans that are like we've got to do something and if they start panicking and and you know act in emotion then yeah we could absolutely see a police state crop up so your the moral of your story gp is i'm assuming in this case is let's all do our part and pick up a piece of trash yes you got it exactly that is my moral of the story Okay. It's getting harder and harder, you know though. Just letting you know. It, it is getting harder and harder. Uh, you know why? Because we have more and more disrespectful people that are out there beating you over the head all day with tolerance and equality. That's why. They No, I get called names. I get called names when I'm out there, especially on the side of the freeways. Yes. It's, it's yes. hazardous. I get you know how much trash I get thrown at, you get thrown at me when I'm out there? Because it's, you, it's ridiculous. GP, because you're not tolerant. Right. Right. You, see, you you need to change. You need to be the tolerant one, right? No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we are out of time today. I want to thank mm -hmm. both of you for being here today. GP, thanks for stopping in, man. Appreciate it. Oh, Even no. though um, we're, we're blessed with your presence more and more these days. And it's kind of nice, actually. <laughs> it's it's kind of nice, actually. You know, I finally saw a picture of your, uh, your green onions you were talking about the other day. And mm, my goodness, yes. I thought it was a bamboo garden. I mean, that's that's how big that, that is. Ridiculous. He said one green onion is like six feet tall. That's crazy. I can only imagine chopping yes. a salad with that thing. All right. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Got to be careful on your ingredients. Right. For those that have not and would like to, please do give us a follow over on the platform of Parlor. You can follow me over there. I'm at Jay Anderson 3 You can follow Marty as well, at Marty Foster. We love all of your feedback, all of your comments, your likes, your echoes. If you want to parlay to us, if you want to drop us a line, drop us a comment, we try to answer just about everything that, uh, that we're given. Uh, we do our best to do so. Bruce, GP, thanks for your time tonight. Thank you. 
and from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.